You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. gentlemen welcome back to yet another episode of the philly bandwagon podcast ryan michaels here with your boy chip tiernan what it do chiefs take down the eagles 38 35 in super bowl 57 this ain't it this ain't the episode we wanted to bring to you but here we are there were a lot of things that went great. There were a lot of things that went bad. But in the end, unfortunately, it was a game that should have been won. Offensively, outside of one turnover, Eagles looked great. Defensively, in the second half, everything fell apart. This episode is going to suck, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. This is not fun. Yeah. um, Just, uh, yeah, this one hurts, man. And it's going to hurt for a while. It's just, you can't let them steamroll you on two of the same plays to score. And it's just. There's so many, <clears throat> so many things that happened, so many factors that went into it, um, you know, on both sides of the ball, uh, the field itself, the officiating. Um, the coaching. One thing didn't decide the game. It was yeah. cumulative of everything. Correct. So before anyone says that it was the officiating that decided that game, was it an untimely call that probably shouldn't have been called? Yeah, but that's not why the Eagles lost the game. And if you think that, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, it's um you know yeah it like you said it was just a it was a combination of everything that happened <clears throat> a combination of all the thing that things that transpired and um <clears throat> forgive me um <clears throat> um you know it, it was just uh at the end of the day it, it was it was still a great super bowl could it could have gone down as one of the best uh but just the way that it ended, probably not. But still a great Super Bowl. Very entertaining. Very um, nerve-wracking <clears throat> as a fan. And um, we came up short. Is is that's, that's the ultimate, you know, that's the ultimate ending to this, you know, as we came up short. And th- there were definitely chances for us to win the game. There was, and there was opportunities for them to to. to to take the game and the, and they they made more plays than we did and um you know that's that so but I, i'm not going to sugarcoat it this one's going to hurt for a, lo- a long time um 
you know, more so in my opinion than than the Phillies um, for a couple things, for a couple reasons. One being the Phillies were not supposed to be there. <laughs> Let's just be real. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was just, it was a miracle that they got there. And, you know, I'm, I'm forever going to remember that that run that they made. And it was fantastic. Um, but also, you know, the Astros were so such a more just a better team than the Phillies. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not the case. Um, and for me, I kind of accepted the fact that they were going to lose after game five. Um, you know, they kind of stormed back to make it a one run game. And then, um, they ultimately lost and then lost game six, but I'm getting off topic. Um, but this one definitely hurts the most. This is probably the most, um, you know, sad I've been after a loss <clears throat> that I really can remember. I was too young when the when the Eagles lost to the Patriots in 04. I was only about six or seven. So, you know, I was kind of beginning my entry into the love of the game. But now, you know, now that I'm 24 years old and you know, we spend so much time analyzing and going over and, um, you know, just watching this team and, 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 and see how far that they were able to come and, you know, ultimately come three points short. So this one definitely hurts the most and it, it's going to hurt for a while, like I said, and, um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. I look at that game. There's so many positives that came from it. The negative is obviously losing. But let's look at something positive. Outside of a fumble, Jalen Hurts balled. Yeah, yeah, you know, <clears throat> I really don't even, you know, the fumble, I mean, obviously it hurt. And it was, it was you know, a bad turnover, obviously, leading them to a touchdown. Um but he, he, you know, he, he, he forgot about it real quick. Next drive came out and, and drove down the field and scored a touchdown. So, other than that, he was perfect. Um, and you know, even even the Chiefs were saying, any if there's any doubters, there shouldn't be after this game. Um, he had the <clears throat> highest passer rating of any quarterback in the history of Super Bowl. So, I mean, that says it right there. And, you know, going into the game, the Chiefs kind of wanted Jalen Hurts to throw the ball more, and he did. And he was still effective. So for anyone who says that, you know, you go into the you go into a game against Jalen Hurts and you got to force him to pass the ball, he's fine with that because he was phenomenal at it. He made some unbelievable throws. The one to Dallas Goddard that they reviewed ended up still being a catch was just, it, it was perfect. Um, so for anyone that's saying that he can't throw, stop. <laughs> I mean, this game was a Quez Watkins drop from being the opposite direction. Yeah, and that's another well, thing. You know, it was a drop and, you know, and, and there were so many scenarios. I'm not going to just point to one thing and, you know, I, I know, like I'm, I'm not pointing out directly that, but that, that is a crucial play of the game that yeah. could have turned it. That's another one. And yeah. 
they had so many opportunities, unfortunately, didn't cash out on them. I look mostly the, – the majority of the blame, in my mind, is the defense in the second half. Yeah. Uh, they weren't even able to get anything going. Uh, there, the, the Eagles defense relies so heavily on the pass rush. When they're stopped, there's nothing. And then falling – and I know I said it already, but falling for the same play twice, I mean, there was no adjustments made. Yeah, there wasn't. Um, you know, once once they got going, you know, Patrick Mahomes and that offense kind of knew where where to go. Um, you know, like you said, there weren't they were not getting pressure at all, which is the main reason the Eagles defense was so good. Um, but yeah, the defensive line just couldn't get home. Um, they you know they did a nice job of <clears throat> limiting the Eagles' pass rush, and Patrick Mahomes did a nice job of uh, evading you know defenders and getting outside the pocket and making play, some plays with his legs as well. So. You know, the defense didn't show up. It, they really didn't, um, especially in that second half where they just could not stop them from from go, just going right down the field and scoring a touchdown. You know, last week, I know I said it, you probably did too, but the key to this game was going to be pressure, 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 and it was non-existent. So yeah. the, the reason why this game went the way that it did was because there was not enough pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And you look at – uh, not players, but people saying, oh, the field was in terrible condition. Well, yeah, the Chiefs had to play on it too. Yeah. So that is not an excuse for anything. I, I think a lot of people, a lot of fans, majority of them actually, and the players especially, I, I want to commend the players for keeping their composure after that. I mean, <clears throat> good God, they handle that with as much grace as I would think that one would physically be able to. Yeah, especially, you know, Again, just how the game ended and and obviously losing. Um, yeah, you know, the Eagles did a really like nice job of after the game interviews, questions, you know, uh, you know, especially in that scenario, a lot of questions are gonna be, you know, you you never want to answer those questions after losing a huge game and but they, they did a nice job and they didn't, you know, they don't they they didn't point, point fingers at anybody but themselves. Um you know, really the whole team. Um I have no problem with James Bradbury coming out and saying, yeah, that was a hold. Um, and listen, I don't care if it was a hold or not. It, it, it should not have been called in that scenario. If it was, if it was the second quarter with 50, with, with 12 minutes left, sure. You know, call it. It's not even about one time in the second quarter. If they were letting the boys play all game, which they, they, were. Were, they were, that is not a call to be made. I mean, look, it, that was just handing the game over. Yeah. That that's how crucial that play was. I I get it. I get it. That was everyone, even James Bradbury saying I grabbed his jersey. I mean, like it, it was so slight. But people, guys, grab jerseys on every single down. Right. I, I, so like to to call a a foul in that spot. To us to to give the game to the Chiefs. Now listen, I'm not saying the Chiefs would have lost if that call wasn't made. I'm not saying the Eagles would have, you know, they they Eagles probably still would have lost. I'm I'm just I'm just saying it. But the fact that you didn't give Jalen Hurts a chance with about I think it was like one thirty some left in the game with a timeout. And listen, the Chiefs the Chiefs could have stopped them. They really could have. But you don't even give him a chance after the game that he's played and the game that's going on, right? Like 
that could have been the best Super Bowl in history. Because imagine, imagine the Eagles go down and, and get a field goal, tie the game up, right? They go to overtime. I mean, how many Super Bowls have gone to overtime? What, one or two? I mean, you know, maybe maybe not the Falcons and Patriots because that comeback was just insane, but that could have gone down as one of the best Super Bowls just in, in terms of, you know, heavyweight fight going back and forth, you know, two of the best of the best teams in the league. And they call a foul. They call a penalty. And they they give the game to the Chiefs. In that spot, the foul can't be called. Now, if it's egregious and, you know, Bradbury held him all the way and he brought him to the ground, yeah, that, that's a foul. But it was so minuscule and it was such a ticky-tack foul. You can't call that in that scenario. It just You can't. And I don't care if it was a foul or not. You can't call it. But it was. So we can't sit here and harp on that. What I really think, that that's not even the main reason that they lost the game, though. No, it's not. The main reason they lost the game is because they let the Chiefs run down the field multiple times on them in the second half. They didn't show up defensively. And I, I don't, again, I... I I'm not being disrespectful. I'm saying that is what happened. The defense let us down. The, I, I don't know what to say. And you know what? The craziest part is, after all that, Jonathan Gannon ends up as the head coach in Arizona. Yeah. Wildest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, have fun. Good luck. Guys. Good luck, Jonathan. Have yeah, a great look, time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not <laughs> – I mean, listen, he did a great job during the regular season. He did a great job in the first two playoff games. But – just to make to not make an adjustment during the game. I mean, it's the Super Bowl, man. They called the same exact play in the red zone, and they were both wide open. That can't happen. That's some high school crap right there. The exact same play they ran, and there was no one 20 yards within the player. I mean, that, that can't happen. So, I don't know. Um, you know, people are going to say, oh, it's the field. It was, it was this. It was that. It was, it was the call. It was, it, but it, they didn't show up. The Eagles led the league in sacks by a wide margin. They got none. It. It was it was one of the most disappointing performances I've ever seen in my life. I and, and you're t- and with all the talent we have on the defensive line, you're not you're telling me not one guy could have got to Patrick Mahomes that entire game. I mean, come on. Like what are we doing? It's it, it was just, there was no, I mean, there was no defense. The Chiefs got whatever they wanted. And the fact that we kept it a game is insane to me. I mean, once, I think once, was it 27, 21, or no, it was uh, 35, 27. I believe 
Chiefs were up, and I'm like, all right, this game's over. But then the Eagles' offense, again, goes right down the field. Jalen Hurts runs it in for his fourth touchdown of the day, by the way. And then they need two, and he gets it with his legs again. And they tie it up. And I'm like, okay. Defense, we need to stop. Nope. Nothing. So, the offense did its job. Other than Quez Watkins and other than that one fumble. Defense did nothing. No pressure, no turnovers. I mean, guys were wide open. Travis Kelsey was wide open. Kadarius Toney, wide open. Sky Moore, wide open. And, you know, to add insult to injury, the special teams did their special teams thing. They did. They put up a 70-yard frigging punt return. What the hell? How do you do that in the Super Bowl? Britton Covey had his best return of the of the year. Didn't matter. You want to know why? Because the special teams let up a 60-whatever. The longest punt return in Super Bowl history. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. And that was, that was when it was a one-point game. I think. Yeah, it was. It was a one-point game. And they let up the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. Can't happen. There's just so much that went wrong. I, man. See, I don't even want to talk about it. That's the problem. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it, but I have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Players shouldn't be that wide open. Patrick Mahomes was doing whatever he wanted to, and he only had 180-something passing yards. That's the worst part about it all. Well, because the Eagles had the ball for most of the game. Especially in the first half. The first half was fine. Other than the, other than the turnover. Eagles did everything right for the most part in the first half. But then, but then they they just for whatever reason they could not stop them in the second half. I'm pretty sure every drive in the second half for them was a touchdown, except for the last one, which is field goal. But they would they they should have scored a touchdown. They didn't because they wanted to run that run out the clock. Well, I, I just don't know. I don't know where the team goes from here because as disappointing as the loss was, this team is going to look completely different next year. This team yeah. is not going to be a stack next year. This team probably isn't going to have James Bradbury next year. This team might not have Brandon Graham next year. Uh, yeah. there, there was, there's a litany a of, of players. Miles Sanders. You got, you know, you got, yeah, Jalen Hurts is, is, you know, he has one year left, but. They'll probably extend him. They'll probably extend him. You know, like you said, Miles Sanders, free agent. Um, You know, a lot of guys defensively, Bradbury, 
Gardner Johnson, Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Kaiser White. You know, I mean, these are important guys. And, um, you know, I mean, we, we saw it with the Chiefs, you know, that they the Eagles have to, you know, they're going to pay Jalen Hurts. So, you know, when that happens and when his contract takes hold, there's going to be limitations. And what the Eagles have to do is they have to draft well. And they have to get guys who make big impacts on small contracts. So here goes what I'm going to tell you. You lost your offensive coordinator, you lost your defensive coordinator, which the latter I could care less about. Yeah. Uh, there's people online that are like, oh, well, you, you're not going to say you like Jonathan Gannon all year long? Okay, I don't care. I didn't really like him to begin with, but he was okay. Then he made one chirp against the 49ers, and everyone loved him all of a sudden, and then he puts that performance out there. So that's the first thing. Second thing, here are the free agents. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Javon Hargrave, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury, Isaac Sayamalu, T.J. Edwards, Robert Quinn, and Dominic Hongsu, Linval Joseph, Miles Sanders, and Kaiser White. Yeah. So you're probably – obviously, Linval Joseph and, and Dominic Hongsu are gone. Miles Sanders is probably gone. Because just because of how Kenny Gainwell played, he played really well. Um, and they could always draft the running back as well. So I don't see them. It's not a disrespect thing to Miles it's Sanders. Not. It's not. It's really it's not. I love Miles Sanders. It, you guys I know I love Miles Sanders. You guys know I love him. He's the only active Eagles jersey I have right now. Yeah. Well, not anymore, but. Um, so I, I love Miles Sanders. I will always love Miles Sanders. But, you know, it's just the money. It's not going to work out. He's probably going to – he's going to he's gonna want a lot. I mean, he had a great year. He had his best year of his career. Um, and some, some team will probably play, pay that for him. So, I wish him the best. I really do. I love him. I always will. Um, he was a good player for us. But just what we have and what we need, running back is not the top priority. Again, we have Kenny Gainwell. We can always draft one as well. So, Fletcher Cox is probably gone. BG is probably gone. Uh, I really think they got to focus on keeping CJ Gardner Johnson. Um, Hargrave is—he's more important than people realize. Yeah, I, I think he's—I mean, he gets credit, but I don't think he gets enough credit sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah, I, th- I think the top of your list should be CJ Gardner Johnson. I agree. I think um, TJ Edwards should be a priority as well, just because he is probably one of the more affordable players at the position, but. Um, well, he's under he's under contract, right? TJ Edwards. No, he's free. Oh, TJ Edwards is free agent yep. too. Does Isaac Sayamalu? When you're thinking of P- when I'm thinking about people who I didn't expect to be, yeah, those two names popped up on the list. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, again, I think CJ Garner Johnson is your top priority. Um, I'm not I saying TJ Edwards is like one of the best in the league ever, but for no, ability purposes, I yeah. mean, yeah, he he would probably be cheap. Um, but you have Nakobe Dean who I like a lot still. Um, but you're, you know, you're still losing Kaiser White. Could Maybe. Bring back as well. Maybe. Um, you know, again, I think, I mean, the defense is going to be, it's going to be different next year, like you said, and especially the defense. Cause I think, you know, if Kelsey doesn't retire, then he, I don't think he's going to play anywhere else. He's going to be back. Um, but he might retire. So we don't know. Uh, but if he doesn't retire, he'll be back. There's no question in my mind. 
Um, you know, Siamalo, I'm not really worried about. He was a, he was great for us this year, um, but we still have options. You know, I think they could kick over maybe Cam Jurgens who play guard next year. Um, you know, Andre Dillard has played some guard when uh, when Lander Dickerson went out as well. So maybe, or I think he's actually free agent as well, Andre Dillard. So never mind. Um, he Andre Dillard will not be back. But uh, yeah, I think they have options um, if they if they don't bring back Isaac Siamalo. So I think I think the more pressing needs are on defense, and um, I think definitely Garner Johnson and probably Hargrave as well are probably the top two guys that you look to bring back. Um, and then and then after that, probably Bradbury, and then the linebackers, in my opinion. Look, I mean, but we have draft picks. You know, we have the tenth overall pick in this year's draft. We have the thirtieth overall pick as well, uh, because the thirty or there's only thirty-one picks in the first round this year because of the Dolphins. They forfeited their pick. So, you know, if you want to sustain success, you have to draft well. Um, recently, I'm not going to say forever, but recently, Howie has done a nice job of drafting. So I will say that. I'm going to knock on wood as well because we've seen how bad it can be when it comes to drafting with him. So if he continues to draft well and they can get young, effective players, then they'll sustain, they'll sustain success as long as they have Jalen hurts. Um, and as long as they have a really good offensive line, they, they usually always do. So, you know, it's always their top priority. Um, so, you know, if they, you know, the way that they build the team, I'm still a fan of. You know, the, in the trenches, they're always really, really solid, really deep. I think if they continue to do that and if they keep Jalen Hurts around and, and uh, you know, and obviously he has great weapons and still A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard as well. So as long as you have that core of, of, of guys, then I think you'll be fine. But again, you have to draft well and you have to get young guys who are effective. The draft historically, I mean, last year's great. Yeah. But I, I we're in that position now where we have to trust the front office again. And, you know, after the past couple years, I can't say that I don't. It's hard. It's hard. You know, it's hard to not trust him. Um, I don't know what cap wizard magic he's going to do this year, but yeah. Well, again, the, the good thing is tough. the good thing is even if you extend Jalen Hurts, the contract doesn't go into effect until next offseason. So this year coming up, you still do have some flexibility a little bit. Um. So, you know, in my opinion, like we already went over who I think they should bring back. And then, you know, again, drafting well and, and um, you know, and getting, you know, maybe getting some guys who teams overlook and get them cheap and get, get them in here. And, and uh, you know, maybe they can play a big part. I mean, that's what good teams do. You know, they get guys who are cheap and they play well for you. I mean, we saw it with the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes biggest contract in NFL history. They're still they're still able to sustain that success and, and still win championships with, you know, I mean I'm not gonna 
their defense isn't the worst in the league, but it's not, you know, it's not top five. So, but they're they're still able to sustain success. Um, they have a bunch of rookies who played really well for them. Isaiah Pacheco is one big one. Um, you know, Sky Moore had a touchdown. Uh, they traded for Kadarius Tony for basically nothing from the Giants. So they made good trades and they, they drafted well and they were able to to win a Super Bowl. So that's what the Eagles have to do if they want to sustain. I think looking at the Eagles side of things, offensively, even with re-signing Jalen Hurts this year, I don't think they're going to be so so much strapped with weapons. I think the offensive line is still going to be fine as well. Yeah. Uh, I think defensively is where this team is going to take a hit. And whoever they bring in to be the defensive coordinator is going to have to navigate those holes that they're going to have. Uh, I don't know. In the end, we don't know anything. We don't know what it's going to be. And we don't know who they're going to draft, who they're going after, who they're targeting. Obviously, the draft's coming up in, what, two months at this point? Uh, two and a half months, yeah. But yeah, and we and we lost both coordinators. I mean, how many teams can say that? Only us, I think. So, um, you know, they're saying Brian Johnson, the quarterback coach, is going to take over for OC, which I'm fine I like with. That. I like that. He did a nice job with Jalen Hurts developing him. I think I think he's able. He's uh, and I think he had some interviews with teams for their OC job. So, um, I think he you know saw what uh, Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen were able to do and. Um, I think he's ready for it, so I'm fine with that. And, you know, defensively, I don't know. Um, they're saying, you know, if they go internally, maybe Denard Wilson, who was the uh, defensive back coach, um, I think he interviewed with the Browns for their defensive coordinator job. So, um, you know, but if they look elsewhere, you know, there's some there's some Vic Fangio disciples out there. Uh, I know they brought Vic Fangio in to help out with uh, the Chiefs, but he's on to Miami, I believe. So, um We'll see. We'll see. I think I think uh, offensive coordinator is probably set with Brian Johnson, but defensive coordinator is still up in the air. I'm so sad. <clears throat> yeah, man. Like I said, this one's gonna sting for for a long time, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to, you know, say in my head they're gonna be back and. Um, you know, they, listen, they may, they might be, um, but it's so hard, you know, year in and year out to be just that good. Um, you know, we, we, we saw with Tom Brady, but we, so we, and we see it with Patrick Mahomes, but these are guys who are just otherworldly. Um, so, you know, J- Jalen Hurts continues to take strides. Um, you know, he took so many unbelievable strides this year and, um, you know, he, he was able to play so well and, you know, he's our guy, you know, we were asking coming into this year and if he can be the guy and he answered every question that we had, he checked every box with flying colors and, um, you know, he, he, he quiet, he, he, he shushed those doubters for sure, especially in the, in the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, we have our guy. We have our guy at quarterback, and that's the most important position in in really all of sports um, is the quarterback. So we have our guy. He's an MVP candidate. And um, that's, you know, that's what you need to be successful in the NFL. So we have that, and we just got to build a team around him. Dude, I don't even know what else to say. What, what, what else can we say? How dead is the horse? 
Yeah, it's after dead. two days. After two days, I'll dance the horse. It's, uh, it's probably cremated at this point. Or buried six feet deep. Whichever you prefer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gone. So, it hurts. It really does. Man, this is... This sucks. This sucks pretty bad. I'm calling it right now. The Sixers will either lose in the first round or make the finals and lose. I I don't even know if I want them to. I don't want them to make it. I don't think they are. I just think I don't think they're good enough, but (laughs) the union made it and lost. Devastatingly. The Phillies made it and lost. And the Eagles made it and lost. Also, if you care about the USFL, the Philadelphia Stars made the championship and lost. So, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot forgot about the Stars. Look at that. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm in severe just mental anguish. And, um, I don't know. Oh, I'm in man. despair. Yeah, Monday was pretty rough. I w- I took off from work. Um, Monday felt like I was hungover. I didn't drink. I was both. Yeah. So I can't even imagine how you feel. Um, pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Yesterday, I because you were actually hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I laid there in bed for a long time. Yeah. Then you called me. Actually, you FaceTimed me. In in pitch darkness. In pitch black darkness, yeah. Yeah. So. I had to turn on the light, and it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So. Yeah. If that goes to tell you anything at all. Oh, man. Well, the Phillies... Pitchers and catchers report in a couple days. Cool. Yeah, it's not helping. The World Baseball Classics on March 5th. No one cares. Okay. Um, March Madness is next month. I'm dead on the inside from that, too. Oh, uh, yeah, Villanova's not good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. You like NASCAR? <laughs> I could probably name you two drivers, and I don't even know if one of them is still around. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Jeff Gordon is still a driver. I, I was going to say Jimmy Johnson, but I don't know if he's still around. I don't know if he is either. 
Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Bush, Kyle and Kurt Bush. I forgot about Kurt Bush. Yeah, I don't know if I know Kyle Bush is still around because he almost he got arrested in Mexico or something. Or detained, uh, allegedly. Is it? Isn't there a Bubba? Bubba something? I think so. I always get Bubba Watson, who I think is the golfer. Bubba Watson is the golfer. And Bubba, what's what's the driver's name? Bubba something. Yeah, I don't follow NASCAR, so you're, you're saying the name Bubba, and I'm like, probably. Yeah. But sorry, Bubba, I forget your last name. But yeah, you. I mean, I know you like golf, but. Yeah, well, yeah, Bubba Watson wants to live, so. The Masters is coming up in April. Yeah. That's fun, I guess. Even though it's not. It is fun. I love the Masters. <sighs> yeah, I don't think anything is going to be able to uh, just make me happy ever. Look, I think I, mean, I think I'm going to be sad for the rest of my life. Just okay, unless they calm win. yourself. Unless they win. Like, this yeah. one's going to take a while. I, uh, Jalen Hurts proved that he has the ability in the biggest stage. But he had the best passer rating of any quarterback in the Super Bowl history and lost. I know. The Eagles were the scored the most points as a loser in Super Bowl history. Why? I would have rather the, the Chiefs beat us 51 to 2. Eagle somehow get a safety. Yes. <laughs> okay. And it's not even there. It's not even because they did anything. It was just the Chiefs' stupidity. Or they just let it happen because yes. they felt bad. Yeah, I guess. It was 51 nothing. They let us get a safety. All right. I would have rather that. I would have rather Andy Reid walked up to me, slapped me in the face, called me stupid, and just laughed at me. Pointed and laughed at me than than what happened. And then spit on my face. And then jumped on me. And then gave me a burger, but then took it away before I could take a bite. I can't haunt my dreams with this anymore. I can't haunt my thoughts with it anymore. Oh, but you I have will. too much homework to do. Yeah, I have to write an essay. I have a quiz that I have to do tonight, and a quiz I have to do tomorrow, and a quiz I have to do the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that. And, uh, Just the, the sheer disappointment is what's killing me. Uh, I mean, I, I keep saying this too. And it's like, you know, if it were tied and the Eagles lost on just an absolute sick touchdown pass by Patrick Mahomes, it still would have hurt, but not that bad. Where you're like, there's nothing you could do. And then the Hail Mary attempt, I don't even, what, what happened there? I don't even, I don't know. I don't even care. I, uh, it, sank, it was I sank to the floor at that point and just stared at the TV for about five minutes. 
This episode sucks. <sighs> well, I think we've uh, we've reached our destination for the day. Well, what do, what do you say? Yeah. We've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can find us on Spotify there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. We're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. Or or DM us on Twitter. You can find us there at the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Go to the Wake Shop. Get your TBW merch, hoodies, hats, T-shirts. It's all there. This sucks. Oh, boy. This is exactly what I didn't want to happen. Well... We share our episodes on Facebook as well. This is going to be a tough listen for anyone. I mean, like, what, what do you want me to say here? This this is a, just a heartbreaker. I'm an agony. Uh, yep. We've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. Sad go birds. Go birds.